Ethos. Are you happy? No, seriously, right now, would you say that you're a happy person? Like on a scale of one to 10, maybe you're five, six, nine, 10. Awesome, <laughs> if you are. Well, this is The Next Simple Step. I'm Paul Goldsmith. And today, I want to help you move up the scale and talk about what I've learned about happiness and hopefully help you find more of it. Every December, Andy Williams reminds us it's the most wonderful time of the year. But maybe for you, it doesn't feel that way. There's the constant barrage of ads to buy more stuff we don't need, spend money we don't have, and pressure to make everyone else happy. But what about you? It can be exhausting. Don't you wish you could turn down the volume and just enjoy your day, enjoy your life, just be happy? I do believe you can. There's really two types of happiness that I want to talk about today. The first one we're most familiar, the hedonic, meaning pleasure, but it's also the most fleeting. It only lasts a few moments. The chocolate cake or buying something on Prime and having it arrive on your doorstep a few hours later. That is pretty pleasurable. But it doesn't last. You know, as soon as you open the box, the pleasure's gone and you have to go back and buy something else. I'll never forget, I remember Louis C.K. summed up this problem that we all have of taking for granted all of the amazing things in life. This is over a decade ago on the Conan O'Brien show. I want to play a clip. Everything is amazing right now and nobody's happy. Like in my lifetime, the changes in the world have been incredible. When I was a kid, we had a rotary phone. We had a phone that you had to stand next to, and you had to dial it. Yes. Do you, you realize how primitive? You're making sparks <laughs> in a phone, and you actually would hate people with zeros in their numbers because it was more it was right. like, oh, this guy's got two zeros. Screw that guy. Why do I want to? Yeah. <laughs> and then if, you, if they called and you weren't home, the phone would just ring lonely by itself. And then if you wanted money, you had to go in the bank for when yes. it was open for like three hours. You had to stand in line, write yourself a check like an idiot. And then when you ran out of money, you'd just go, well, I can't do any more things now. <laughs> right. I can't do any more That's things. That's it, yeah. That was it. And even if you had a credit card, they'd, the guy would go, ugh, and he'd bring out this whole shunk shunk, and he'd write, yes. oh, you'd have to call the president to see if you have any money. And it's all true, kids. You code. had to call the president, yeah. It was ridiculous. Yes. Do you feel that we now... In the 21st century, we take technology for granted. Well, yeah, because now we live in an, in an amazing, amazing world, and it's wasted on the, on the crappiest generation of just spoiled idiots that don't care, because this is what people are like now. They got their phone, and they're like, ugh, it won't... Give it a second! Give, it's going to space. Can you give it a second to get back from space? Is the speed of light too slow for you? Yeah. yeah. I was, on a, I was on an airplane, and there was internet, high-speed internet on the airplane. That's yes. the newest thing that I know exists. And I'm sitting on the plane, and they go, open up your laptop. You can go on the internet. And it's fast, and I'm watching YouTube clips. It's, I'm in an airplane. And then it breaks down, and they apologize. The internet's not working. The guy next to me goes, this is bull****. <laughs> like, how quickly the world owes him something. Yes. He knew existed only 10 seconds ago. Right. Right. And on planes... <laughs> flying is the worst one because people come back from flights and they tell you their story. 
and it's like a horror story. It's they act like their flight was like a cattle car in the 40s in Germany. That's yeah. how bad they make it sound. Right. They're like, it was the worst day of my life. First of all, we didn't board for 20 minutes. Right. And then we get on the plane and they made us sit there on the runway for 40 minutes. We had to sit there. Oh, really? What happened next? Did you fly through the air incredibly like a bird? Did you partake in the miracle of human flight, you non-contributing zero that you got to fly? You're flying! It's amazing! Everybody on every plane should just constantly be going, oh my god! Wow! Yes! You're flying. You're, you're sitting in a chair in the sky. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. Now, he's got a point. Why don't you feel that kind of exhilaration each time you fly or even say, listen on the mini computer in your pocket to any song ever recorded at any time? We quickly acclimate to progress and do take it for granted. The kind of happiness that I believe we're all longing for is what Aristotle defined as eudaimonic, meaning the highest human good or fulfillment. Now we're talking. And always consuming or having more of anything does not bring happiness. If it did, <laughs> there'd be no sad rich people. Fulfillment, I've learned, comes from within, aligning your actions with your highest ideals and values, being on mission with yourself every day. Happiness is not a life without stress or problems. <laughs> I don't know a life that looks like that. Everybody's got problems, but I have become a student of the art of flow, and flow is when you voluntarily stretch your mind and body to the limit and you lose track of time and yourself in the progress. You become immersed. And the byproduct is you feel happy. What I've discovered is most of my flow experiences have been at work. What about you? I've never experienced flow listening to a podcast. Now, if you do listening to The Next Simple Step, <laughs> thank you. I'm honored. Uh, but probably not. Or watching a show or even eating dinner. I've had some great meals. But none have had lasting joy or happiness. Everything in life has trade-offs. And happiness is no exception. We can choose our happiness now or deep abiding happiness by prioritizing flow-like activities. Challenging yourself, not just at work, but at home and in your time off. Creating more than you consume. I remember reading many years ago when it came out, the four-hour work week from Tim Ferriss, and the idea that you could optimize your work and outsource and delegate all the things so that you only worked a, a few hours every week was fascinating. And in my entrepreneurial journey so far, it has been fun to build great teams and to prioritize what I do work on. But what I've learned with all my free time, I don't experience more flow unless I'm intentional about finding activities both at work and off that challenge myself. It seems like actually engaging in those activities is what produces the happiness. As Maya Angelou said, life is not measured by the number of breaths we take, but by the moments that take our breath away. So my encouragement to you today is 
If you want to be happier, find those activities that take your breath away and do more of those, spend more of your time, more of your days doing that than consuming or buying or trying to make other people happy. Because as it turns out, when you're happy, it's contagious and people like being around you. You actually make more friends that way. If you'd like some help finding your flow, finding what makes you happy, and I can be a resource, reach out. You can text. The number is 559-574-3210. Thank you so much for listening to the Next Simple Step podcast. It makes me so happy. I'll talk to you next time.